Hey friends, Michael McCurry here. Thank you so much for joining us for Bible Track Echoes. I'm here with Pastor Joe Grimaldi. We've just finished a phenomenal week of camp. It's Man. been amazing what God has done. And we've been talking this week on the broadcast about why camp. And actually earlier in the week, we heard a message I preached here at this camp and had a wonderful time. But for you, you've made a multitude of decisions at camp as a young person, maybe even as an adult, a pastor, and 40 years of ministry. For you to answer that question, why camp, what comes to mind for you? Well, when you take young people out of their normal routine, take them out of their environment, take them out of their comfort zone, put them in preaching multiple times a day, put them into a more rigorous schedule sometimes than they're used to, almost like football camp or even military, where they get wore down a little bit physically, mm -hmm. the spiritual influence is there, you start to break down all of the strongholds right. and soften their hearts. So it becomes one of the most productive places for them. You know, myself personally, first time I had ever gone to a camp, I went for the wrong reasons, but it broke me down and three times a day. I'd never been anywhere where I'd preach more than, you know, once or twice a day, but I'm having three times a day, every day preaching, plus devotions, plus studying the Bible for Bible quiz, all of that influence. Plus you pulled me, you know, I played sports. I was, I had neighborhood guys I hung with, about 15 of us, pulled me away from all my friends, pulled me away from TV, boom, put me in that situation and preach to me and get me the Bible. And, you know, I wanted to win points. So I memorized scripture for Bible quizzing and God changed my heart. And now in a day when there's so many distractions, that opportunity to pull ourselves away a little bit. And here at the end of the week, preached a phenomenal message Pastor Romali did about where are the soldiers? And just that question, we, we're in a battle, aren't we? And you and I have this opportunity. We're almost like uh, recruiters to some degree. Yes. To a large degree, it's our. It, we have an, opp an opportunity, we have a desire, uh, we have a commission, yes, to reach the world, but you and I can't do that. And so we have an opportunity, just like we're speaking to so many folks across America and the world right now, get to hear from faithful listeners across America and, and many other nations. Now, let me encourage you, if you are not actively involved in the cause of the Great Commission, well, then this would be an opportunity for you to get involved. You can order free gospel tracts from our ministry. But let me encourage you, especially parents, to send your young people to summer camp. Maybe you don't know of a good camp. Maybe your church doesn't go. Well, I would love to recommend to you a good camp. Pastor Grimaldi, you and I, uh, you recently described as having some good connections and some different sure. things. And But we have, we know folks across America with some good, phenomenal, some camps with Bible preaching. I think of the ministry of Bible tracts, Paul Levine, yeah. and the 40 years he preached at Bill Rice Ranch. Talk to us about the legacy that you see looking back and the hope it gives you going into the future. Yeah, you know, I went to Bill Rice Ranch with teenagers. Mm -hmm. I was a youth director uh, back in 81 to 87. Uh, and I took teenagers every year to Bill Rice Ranch and heard Paul Levine preach and his stories about, you know, always telling girls to open up that purse and crawl down inside with a flashlight, walk around and all these different things. Um, but taking these teenagers there and watching their lives transform right. was miraculous. And then uh, for years at Mount Salem uh, and then Cedar River uh, when I was out in Minnesota and then uh, where the Crohn started the camp here, Common Ground, and we started with snow camps and so forth. Yeah. So, But the legacy, you know, all the way back from when I went to camp, Mayor Quaker's youth camp, and by the way, I had the privilege of contacting the pastor that preached the night I got right with God. Wow. I scheduled him. He's in his way up in his 80s. 
Last time we talked to each other, I was 15. Wow. And I'm 64 now. He's coming to preach our missions conference next year. That's awesome. Uh, and all that being said, I said to him, he said, well, what are you doing? Where are you at? And I said, "Brother, his name's Brother Creed. I said, Brother Creed, I'm still preaching just like you. I'm still going. I said, as a matter of fact, this summer I'll be going to these camps. I told him about it. And I said, I am now you at the camps. You preached to me when I was 15. Now I am you. And, and guys like you, you know, you were one of my players at football camp. Now you're one of the administrators, you know, and you were a coach. And now he, well, not going to be me, but he's going to be doing the same thing. So the legacy passes on, you know, to the next generation. Absolutely. The man just asked me about my son, if my son was going to be at football camp again. Yeah. I didn't realize he picked up his boy last year here in Butler and took him to camp. Mm -hmm. He was looking for a ride for him again. I thought he was going to say, you know, he said, is your boy going to be a football camp? I thought, oh, no. What did he, what did he do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, you know, so hopefully my son right. is taking on the legacy of his father. Amen. You know, so, yeah, I get upset. You heard the sermon tonight, I was griping about where are the soldiers. You know, it seemed like back in the 70s, all these. But you know what? There are some. Maybe not as many as we'd like, but there are some. You got to look around. Amen. Pay attention. It, it's amazing thing that you and I have been entrusted with this opportunity. It, we, I mentioned this in introducing you tonight. There is this brief transitory period, this brief transition where the elder generation passed the baton to the, the younger generation, and the desire of the previous generation is that there would be someone in their lane for them to pass the baton to. We've got maybe six minutes left, five minutes. Would you give us, uh, I'm asking you to distill a 55-minute message into five minutes here, but talk to us about this. You start with Pearl Harbor yeah. and how these, these, these young men, in the immediate aftermath, December 7, 1941, they were lined up wanting to go defend their country tell the viewers encourage them about this thought of where are the soldiers yeah well, you know when paul talks to timothy both the first and second timothy he plays on this concept of being a soldier and uh, at pearl harbor between when pearl harbor was bombed on december 7 1941 three in three months the marine corps just the marine corps doubled more than doubled in its enlistment they were lining up because they loved their country and saw a need and my concern is that Christians either don't see a need or don't feel the desire to line up to try to save their nation because we are under attack. We're under attack with all the immorality, under attack from the liberals, under attack from just crazy thinking. And my sermon was all about where are the soldiers? Why aren't we lining up to do exactly what God wants us to do? And by the way, we had a lot of people line up tonight. Amen. A lot of people surrendered to preach. I, I, a girl from our church, and I know her, her parents are missionary, her evangelist rather. She surrendered to be a missionary. They're yeah. going to be so delighted when they, we call her tonight. And, you know, I don't know how many there were. I'd like to know. But the hands might have been 30 hands for, for just that. Right. Had people surrendering to go soul winning in their church. Sign up, enlist. Sign up to be on bus routes. Right. Sign up, enlist. Get in, involved. Right. right. That's what you made an excellent point. Uh, you said there's a lot of Christians, and there's some probably listening right now. See, uh, a couple weeks ago, we played a message by Paul Levine, probably one of the hardest-hitting messages I've ever heard from Paul Levine. And the amount of people I heard saying, we need more of that preaching on the radio. And so we're making a, 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 an application that may rub some of you the wrong way, and I hope it does, because if you throw a, a rock into a pack of dogs, it's the one that, that yelps. And so I'll say this with grace, but also with the healthy helping of truth. You mentioned that there's some soldiers, they want to be in the reserves. What yeah. do you mean by that? Yeah, the reserves show up 
one weekend a month, two weeks out of the summer. Right. That's it. Right. We have a lot of people in our churches like that. Oh, I really love the Lord. I love the Lord. And they show up once a month. Right. If you if you love the Lord so much, maybe you could teach a Sunday school class at your church. Maybe you darken the door more than once a week. Maybe, just maybe, you'd say someone else needs to know about what's going on at my local church. And, you, and you'd go invite some people. Maybe you, you would use gospel tracts to do so. Let me encourage you, get off the bench and get plugged into what God has for you to see that picture of those young men as you you look at them, and maybe for those of you watching on YouTube, we'll put that picture up on the screen there. But to see that picture, it, it, there's there's a sense of nostalgia, you know, black and white, all that type of stuff. When you think about you, I, I wonder. One of the thoughts that came to mind is, how many of those boys didn't come home? Yeah, I mean, you you, 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 said, you said tonight that the ones that they look like 14 years old. Yeah, and, and no joke, they could have been lying about their age. They, they, they could were, have been. How old was your father? My dad was 17. 17 joined yeah. the Marines. Probably had to get a permission or, or, or forged or something like that. Possibly. He took his brother's birth certificate. There you go. Because he didn't want to get his parents to Because he was so adamant that he needed to get involved for the cause of his country. Now, I am an American. There's a massive American flag in here. We love America. We're all over there. We're fine with that. But I, can I tell you, it would be a shame to me if I loved America more than I loved my God. Let me encourage you. now. And if you're from another country, I hope you love your nation. All of them have warts. All of them have problems. But we all need But I can tell you this. We serve a God that's perfect. And we have the opportunity to serve him, and we should do so with gusto. We should, we should do so with fervor. And so I encourage you to get in line, get enlisted today. One last application here. You mentioned while those, those guys are standing in line, and this happened to your dad, they were placed at the needs of their service. Yes. Where they were put, and your dad was a Grimaldi G. Yep. They, they filled up the infantry ranks before they got to the Gs, and he ended up what, as a... Yeah, he was on a mortar crew, and he was always upset. He didn't to, even know what that was. When he they didn't know what a mortar crew was. He wanted to be in the infantry, he wanted to be a foot soldier, and they, by the time they got to G's, because they had to line up alphabetically, that was already filled. Yep. But he told me, you didn't join the Army and tell them what you wanted to do. Right. You joined, and they told you what they needed. Right. And so it's very likely that there are people listening right now that God is working on your heart, and you know exactly what you should be working at. Can I tell you, it's really easy because I get to be the host of this Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Every single Christian should be carrying gospel tracts. I can tell you that God's people should be carrying gospel tracts and distributing them freely. This is a man that uses gospel tracts. This is a man, Pastor Grimaldi, that encourages the use of gospel tracts, has tract stories. Let me encourage you, friend, get in line. We've got about one minute and 20 seconds or so. In these last 80 seconds, give us a final charge about summer camp or whatever's on your heart to our listeners. Well, you know, we were talking about summer camp, but you know, this same kind of a thing can be recreated by parents in a home mm -hmm. with your children. This same thing can be recreated in youth groups and in churches. If we really get serious about realizing young people could take a lot more than what you think. I always say to these young people every year, I love preaching to teenagers, and they've heard me many, many times. And I'll say, you know why? And they holler back, because we can take it. What I like about young people is they like to hear the truth. They like to hear it straight up. And they like somebody that, that trusts them enough to tell it like it is straight out. We have soft-soaped everything. We complain about a soft society. Who made them that way? Right. We made them that way Amen. because we've softened and dumbed down everything. So create that kind of environment. Take your kids this summer and have a week at your home. No radio, no television, no electronic devices. We'll play board games every night. We're going to read the Bible in the morning. We're going to 
pray together and read it at noon. And at night, somebody's going to give a devotion three times a day and no, and pull them away from everything. Nobody you're not going to go to the you're not going to go out with the, the kids and run on the neighborhood all day. Pull them away for five days and see what it does. Yep, I've heard it said this as we conclude that there are so many parents that are so interested in giving their kids everything that they didn't have that they forget to give them what they did have. Yep. And I'd encourage you, friends, if you've got an ounce of spirituality, I think your heart might be burning right now about reaching the next generation or maybe about getting in line yourself. Thank you so much for joining us for Bible Track Echoes. Pastor Grimaldi, thank you. I'm excited as we continue forward. We're a day closer to the Lord's returning, and that means we need to reach one more soul. God bless. Have a great day for His glory. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.